0: Blog Talk Radio.
1: into the digital meet and greet, and I'm some guy named Jay. JT will be joining us a little later in the program, Uh, just a little little bit later, but uh, this is the digital meet and greet of Lady Z. And that song, that instrumental that you heard was Elevate. That's her latest single. You can purchase that on Amazon Music. I believe it's on iTunes as well, but, you know, you can just search it you know, and get the link and download it. It's only ninety nine cent. Make sure you get that. Uh Lady Z, she's an amazing uh businesswoman. And and you as you also know, she's a great composer as well as violinist. She's an accomplished violinist. And she, this this woman's just amazing. She does all kind of great things. She's very uh multi talented. You know the you know the the thing is say so you can't be a jack of all trades. You know, because you can't cause you can't be a master at any of them. But she does many, many different things well. Wears different hats and wears them well. But primarily, she's uh, she's a good composer and businesswoman. Let's go ahead and let her you know tell it. So we're gonna go ahead and bring her on, Lady Z. Hello,
2: hello, hello. How's everybody doing? <laughs>
1: We're doing quite well. How, how about yourself?
2: Oh, I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me on tonight.
1: Oh, yes, yes. and thank you for being here. Yeah, oh, yeah, yes, yeah.
2: I, when I tuned in and I heard my song, I got excited. I got hyped. I was like, oh, there goes Lady Z.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. You definitely got to be excited for yourself, you know. It, you know, yeah. That, that's a great track.
2: Yeah, I put a lot of uh, TLC into that, and um, I work with a great team of people, and I want to give a, a shout-out to, to all my peeps in Detroit and California and just everybody who's been supporting and rocking with me from day one.
1: Definitely, definitely. Speaking of Detroit and California, are you familiar with an artist named Rimeskeen? Rhyme scheme?
2: Yeah, rhyme schemes. Uh,
1: no, i Okay, okay. Because he's out in California. No. He's all he's originally from Detroit, but uh, he's out in California. Uh, I know you guys know some of the same people. Well, well I, I guess sometimes just when it comes to social media, that doesn't mean anything. You just have mutual friends and <laughs> not even right. know who the right. people are. Yeah. But uh, I was just I was just wondering. Um, yeah, he's a, he's a good connect to have as well. Uh, okay, I have to look him up. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. He's a collaborator with many different people. He's worked with Keith Murray. Uh, he's worked with Badass, rest in peace. Uh, he's worked with uh, Spice One, Mo Prim, Shakur. You know, Tupac's brother. Uh, yeah, he's 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 worked with a lot of people.
3: Wow, that's awesome.
1: Yes, pop, true indeed pop, pop, pop. True, true indeed, true indeed If anybody's streaming from an app Or a third party website Or a link or anything like that You just give us a call at 929-477-3872 And then press 1 We're talking to Lady Z About uh, about her new single Instrumental Elevate while We're talking to her, period And uh, we're just going to dig into her mind And, and we're going to make connections with it. Now, when it comes to the digital meet and greet, uh, I know a lot of y'all like to sit and listen and listen to the artists, and, but I'm trying to train you all. <laughs> this isn't a regular interview. Digital meet and greet, the purpose of the digital meet and greet is to network. So when we have a guest, you know, oh, I'm just listening. To that I say, no, no, no. If you're, a, if you're a DJ, say, hey, you know, how can I get the record? I like to spin it out here where I'm at. Or, hey, you know, I'm a podcast host. I like to have you on my show. Da, da, da. This is what the digital meet and greet is for. It's for connecting. It's for building. It's not it's not just a regular radio show. It's it's actually designed for us to network. So when you call in, don't be shy. Don't be modest. Don't be, well, it's really her time. I just want to know how she got into the business. No, no, fuck that. If you got something to tell her, tell her. <laughs> <It> don't <work. laughs> Yes. Yeah. I'm letting you all know.
2: I'm here. I gotta looking forward
1: to
2: chatting with everybody for sure. All my fellow, fellows. Oh,
1: oh yes, oh yes. And like I said, if you're streaming from the phone already, if you've already dialed the number, just press one and we'll bring you on. You know, so press one if you're if you're streaming from your phone already. You know. Uh, well, Lady Z, I want to ask you um, for that particular track, Elevate. Uh, I know you said you work with a team of people, and obviously you did the violin part, but is there anything else in that track that you... Uh, like, Like, how did that track get built? Like, did the team really build it, and you, you laid your violins on it, or did you have the vision, or how did that come together?
2: Well, I had the vision. I wanted a sound, like a G-Punk sound, and the the word it was like the G funk sound and the word elevate those are the two elements that we started with and I was you know talking to my friend Jason Hunter at the time about you know just how things are going in Long Beach and just the need to elevate our our minds and spirits and our our bodies and souls and so you know especially during this time of you know social distancing COVID and everything else definitely a, a time to to elevate, and so I wanted to create a song that captured that sentiment, and so I collaborated with uh, my boy uh, Lawson Music in uh, out of Detroit, and um, also Eddie Ginn out of Burbank. He, he did all the uh, audio engineering. So, um, yeah, so it was it was just like a a, a team effort putting that song together and I'm still in the lab working on my full length album. Um, I'm working on uh, right now wrapping up the song that I wrote with uh, Paul Miles called Fantasy Eyes," And um, I recorded it a while ago and I'm kind of reconceptualizing the song. Like when I went back and listened to it, I – decided I wanted to have just a, a little bit of a different feel to it. So I've been, you know, in the lab, because we're social distancing, I've been doing my own audio engineering on that. So I'm in there on my NS Design five-string violin and my uh, DAW and everything and just tracking it. And um, I had coll- asked uh, Jarius Mozi I don't know how many people know Jarius, but he's a Grammy Award winning uh, guitarist. He's toured with Lil Wayne. He's toured with and worked with just a who's of people. Like, he was on, I think, Gonja Burns for Nicki Minaj. And I mean, Google him. He's J Mo the Great. So he, he blessed my track, Fantasy Eyes with Guitar Parts. So I'm really excited for people to hear that. And I'm putting the finishing touches on that right now. And um, I've written a bunch of other things too. Like, even my son is on on one of my songs we called uh, Just Plucking Along. So when he, after we went to Orlando, to Walt Disney World, did the whole Walt Disney World thing when he was four, when we came back, we talked about it, and we did a little cute little thing with him on the track. So I'm excited about that coming out too. Oh,
1: ah, okay, okay. Yeah,
2: Excellent. so Elev- awesome. Elevate is the first track to my project called Roll Call that will be coming out. If it doesn't come out this year, it'll definitely come out next. I've been working between playing yeah. websites, website, and mobile apps. I've been working on the music too. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I bet so. Yeah, it, it, it seems like it. Now, um, now is this track also uh, like? Is it is it a part? Is it a part of a you know a bigger project? Like an album, EP, or anything?
4: Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. It's That's what I was saying. I have a bigger project that um, is going to be coming out. It's called Roll Call. And it's interesting because, you know, everything that's happened with, like, George Floyd and Breonna Taylor and just, I mean, the list goes on and on. I mean, Sandra Bland's story, she reminds me so much of myself because I got a mouth, too. And it's like... I wrote Roll Call, the title track, because I wanted a song that really spoke to the time. And um, I'm I'm excited for the world to hear that, too. I would share a few bars, but I just got to make sure it's all copywritten, all paperwork done before, you know, I broadcast my art.
1: Oh, okay. So let me get this straight. I just want to make sure I heard you right. You're You're doing it as a vocalist.
2: Well, I sing, and I play piano, and I play violin. And on that track, Elevate, I did the vocals along with my uncle, along with the lyrics, writing the lyrics, conceptualizing the song, and writing and arranging all the strings. Ah,
1: okay, okay. Yeah, Yeah, I, I I
2: I write, like, all my violin parts, I write them all. Ah. And some songs, yeah, and then, you know, I produced the whole thing. Like, I have this other song I'm working on called Destiny that I'm playing the piano on and producing the whole thing myself. So it's it's a labor of love. I mean, when I was an MIT undergrad, I was a double major in both music and management science, and I had the opportunity to study with Alana Rohr, and we, did this, we had a class, a music production class. And we had to, you know, we used Pro Tools and did our compositions and used MIDI, learn how to use MIDI in a DAW and just a bunch of stuff. And I've been doing it ever since. Mm-hmm. But I, ah. I really prefer, I really prefer when I'm in the studio to have an audio engineer handle that, so I can just focus on, you know, the creation piece. But. If I'm in my own studio and time isn't an option and time is not a problem, then I don't mind tracking my own stuff. Because tracking uh, okay. your own stuff, it, you know, it's 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 like it it and it's more than just playing. You know, you have to mark the track and get everything. Yeah, you know, it's, it's a little bit involved there.
1: Ah, okay, okay. Um, before I check the phone lines, I want to ask. Uh, now I know you, uh, like I said, you. you, you um, well, I want to ask you what what program or software do you use to uh, to compose the tracks? Like, uh, you know, what, what 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 do you do you? I know when you're playing it, um, do you put it all on a multi-track recorder or something like that, or do you, you know, funnel it through like Pro Tools or Acid Pro or some kind of pro. what? What do you? What do you? What, what do you use? Well,
2: I currently I'm using a combination of different things. Like for my podcast, I use Audacity. I edit in Audacity, and then I I um, Master and uh, Adobe Audition. And then for my music, I use uh, Pro Tools for the tracking and the editing and the mix. And then the mastering, I usually send that off to, to someone. They either have Logic or Pro Tools or whatever they use. But, um, yeah, that's mainly what I use. I mainly use, like, um, Audacity, Pro Tools, and Adobe Audition. Uh,
1: okay, okay. All right, well, let me see. Uh, I know we got some super any callers that want to talk to you about your uh, – Your instrumental skills. Uh, If you're streaming from an app or a third-party website or a link or anything like that, just give us a call at 929-477-3872 and then press 1. We're talking to Lady Z, talking to Lady Z about her single elevate and her skills as a violinist, you know, and and a pianist. And uh, just an overall great producer slash composer. If you've already dialed the number, you're already streaming from your phone, and you'd like to talk to Lady Z, just press 1. Just press 1 now. 1 on your phone, and it will bring you on. I want to say that Lady Z is easy to talk to. Don't be intimidated. Don't be shy. Definitely talk to her. If you have anything if you do anything, if you work on any music, anything you want to collaborate, you wanna you, know, uh, you know see you know see about getting a track from her or or whatever now is the opportunity it's a great opportunity you know uh instead of just emailing her later or reaching out on social media later and saying, "Hey, I heard you on the digital meeting greet I was looking for she might go "Oh know if, oh, you were thank you, yeah, and she might be too busy, so right now it's a good opportunity while you have her on the line now to call in. Press one and say, "Hey, uh, you know, right, let's let's do something." You know, even if you're busy, even if you're on the court right now. Just mute it. We ain't we ain't gonna know. Just call in. All right. Uh, let me uh, let me just grab the mic back since I know the quality. People are listening, but they you know you know how people are. Which they hear buzzwords and <laughs> <until> say. <they laughs> <in the discussion. laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I guess they want to chill for a minute, or they might be in the middle of doing something, you know. Uh, well, Lady Z, I want to ask you: uh, what types of artists do you, what types of vocalists do you compose music for?
2: You know. Well, I'm I'm my music is really in the jazz, R&B, gospel realm. So I, I like to – I call it inspirational grooves. So that that's pretty much my style. And and also, you know, with the classical influence, I was – I started playing violin in, in public schools, and I was classically trained. I didn't start taking private violin lessons till I was in high school. I took group lessons in junior high. And um, I definitely – even when I played for a private party this past weekend, you know, definitely uh, visited my classical roots, but I'm really comfortable with my own musical style, which is, I, I call it a jazz fusion sound because I bring, you know, my classical background plus my um, improvisational approach that is informed from my understanding and my epigenetics. Connection to the jazz art uh, form. And uh, I just, you know, go from there, you know, with the, the jazz gospel and classical. That's, that's, that's me. It's, it's the, the fusion. It's like my approach to playing the violin is um, I use a classical bow hold, um, classical bow technique, you know, staccato, staccato. Mogato, all that. And uh yeah, so that's that's me.
1: Oh, ah, okay, okay. Is there any particular artist that you would like to work with in the future that you haven't worked with already?
2: You know, that's a great question. I really I really admire Sade. And I would love to collaborate with her. Actually, I mean, there's really a lot of artists that I wouldn't mind collaborating with. And, I mean, I really have a lot of love for a lot of independent artists that are out here doing their thing. so I think um, there's a lot to be said about, you know, independent artists who are out here, you know, being true to themselves and being authentic and expressing themselves truly through their art. I have a lot of um love for them and so I mean like Little Asmar is one independent artist that's just amazing. He's getting so big, he's like the baddest. Uh teenage bassist. I would love to collaborate with him. There's uh Lazarus Cole, he's a still guitar player from Northern California, the Fremont area. He's amazing. Um there's also uh uh few harpists every time i meet a black woman harpist i always want to collaborate <laughs> so yeah so i mean lyrical
1: oh,
2: home okay. area. she's amazing so i would love to collaborate
4: with
1: her mm, what about what about rappers i know you you know i know that's maybe a little different but did you see yourself making tracks for rappers
2: um, I have like back in the day, like I think this video got taken down, but there's this rapper out of Detroit named brother dre. I uh collaborated with him on a music video um it was called Lena. and uh yeah, and I've also was in the music video for Burhan G. he's like the Justin Timberlake of Denmark, and so I was in his music video too uh I think Burhan does a little bit of rapping, but. Uh, Brother Drake definitely is a rapper, so I've collaborated with, and I, I would again. I think, I mean, I really love the art form of rapping. I have a lot of respect for it, and yeah, yeah, I would ah. definitely
0: collaborate with a rapper. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, well, I know one that would be, yeah, I know one that would be a great, uh, somebody great to work with.
2: Okay, let's make it happen.
1: Her name is Kula Von Seal. You already know what that is.
2: Oh, I know Kula. She's amazing. I love yes,
1: Kula. yes, yeah. I, I could definitely so picture funny. Kula. I don't Von.
2: I say that uh, Kula song, "Homosexual." That definitely made an <laughs> uh, impression on me. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Kula, she's dope. She has a lot of dope tracks. Uh, you know, I I definitely would love to hear a, you know, Kulavon Seal song spitting over one of your beats, over one of your violins.
2: Okay, let's make that happen for sure.
1: Yes, yes. Um, That's out. Definitely. I also have some other people I want to, you know, mention to you as far as collaborating. But uh, let's go ahead and take some calls. I want to say if you're screaming from an app, or a link, or a third-party website, or anything like that. Just give us a call at 929-477-3872, and then press 1, and we'll bring you on. We're talking to Lady Z about Elevate. That's her new instrumental single. You know, you could you could purchase that on Amazon. Where else can they get the new single? Lady Z? Um,
2: you can purchase it on Amazon. You can purchase it on Google Play. You can... Pretty much get it on any digital music
1: outlet. You can stream it on Don't Spotify probably. as well. <clears throat> oh yeah, you stream it on Spotify. All of that. Uh, basically, um, well, hey, I just want to let you know this. You spell Lady Z Z H E. All right. So if you just put in Lady and a Z by itself, it may, it may not come up. But uh, you know, Z H E. And uh before we take these calls, uh how do you say your actual name? <laughs>
2: My actual full name is Zeland Rentis, but I go by Lady Z for short because it's just it's easier to say. Z is easier to say and uh yeah, Zelan Lin gets a little lost in translation sometimes. So I just like going by Z. Zeeland Rentress.
1: Zeland Rentis.
2: Zeland... Z-
1: Zealand rentis. Perfect.
2: Zealand Rentis.
1: Zero Zealand Rentis. Z- you say it to me. It's like a it's like casting a spell, huh? It's
0: a tongue twister. <laughs> yeah,
1: that's twister. Yeah. All right, let's go ahead and bring on the uh the first caller. Caller in the two six seven nine eight seven. You're on the air. Who is this?
5: Hello, hello. This is Nima from Philadelphia. Hello, everyone. Yes, hello. Nima. I am so, listening to the show. Wonderful, wonderful, Lady Z. I want to, I need to know Zila Rentis. Is that right? Zila Rentis. Dealing interest, I'm gonna get, uh-huh. it, but I'm just <laughs> I'm gonna say it for <laughs> now lady z i have I have two questions um first of all, I'm listening to the show. I'm enjoying the show. Thank you so much for coming on to this show and Jonathan, thank you for tagging me in this because sometimes i I will miss a tag because so much is going on, and I didn't want to miss this, so I appreciate you you know sending the reminder so thank you so much um oh yeah, I wanna to to know. With this, with everybody doing the social distancing and everybody doing everything over social media, number one, have you had time to or been asked to perform, like, maybe intimate concerts for people?
2: Um, I just did a backyard birthday party over the weekend on Saturday night, and it went really well. Um, I masked up, and... uh, Everybody kept their distance, and everybody was cool. So, yeah, I okay. think as long as you know, wash your hands and wear a mask, and there's not too many people, it was a very small gathering. So it was, it was good. It was fine.
5: Yes. Okay. So, your so question, my next yes, question I is – <laughs> <gathering. laughs> Sorry. My next question is, would you – if someone contacted you and asked you, you know, I don't know how that will be done, but I've been thinking about it in my head. Like if somebody called you and said, Hey, you know, um, my my girlfriend or my boyfriend's birthday is coming up and I want to have an intimate online concert. Is that something that would be doable? Like, um, I don't know, like maybe a FaceTime situation where you could cash app or whatever, you know what I mean? Like a F yeah I, I, online I, private concert.
2: Yeah, I'd be open to that. And I actually have a a I have a couple of platforms. I have Zoom and expertise. So if somebody wanted to do something like that, I definitely can accommodate uh, online environment. Absolutely.
5: Mm-hmm. Oh wow, yeah. that is good. Yep. That is good. I've been I've been thinking about that lately. You know. Just I, cause I I have a lot of people that I know that are celebrating birthdays, and I'm like, you know, that would be really dope, especially with the violinists and and that's just something about the strings when it comes to uh, sexuality and intimacy. It just seems like something about the strings just brings that element of, of love and passion out. So I, I guess it was on my brain while you were uh, while you were talking. Yeah, okay.
2: and you know my, what really makes. Special is you know I like to customize the playlist for right. um, when I do those events, so mm-hmm. yeah, that's definitely something you can always go to l a d y v h e dot com and click on the booking tab and put in mm-hmm. the particulars and uh my team will get back to you expeditiously,
5: oh wow, okay, great, oh that's good to know, okay, okay, all right. My last question, because I don't want to, I don't want to hog up the time. But my last question is, as far as music goes, with everybody going through, um, well, not everybody, but some people going through different emotional um, distress and and just you know, being it, you know what I mean, during this time where people are losing their jobs and uh-huh. you know not being able to be with their loved ones. How important do you think music is? As far as therapy, you know, therapeutically speaking, you know, are you able, would you be able to um, speak on that a little bit? Like how important do you think it is? Is that something that you would get, you know, you and your group would get, uh, management team would get involved in as far as providing that for people that may need it?
2: Well, I think music is very important. And I really do believe in the power of music as a healing modality when used in that with that intent. I think that music is is just as important as air and water for mankind. And there's something about music that just
0: soothes one's
2: soul and at the same time it, it you know, music just overcomes so many barriers. It doesn't matter right. what language feet, but in that instance when you're you're listening to the music, everyone there is on the same page listening to the music, and I think music is just powerful. I mean, it may sound, you know, melodramatic to some, but that's what I really believe. Music has the power to really impact people for good or for bad, depending on, you know, the intent that's put
5: into the music. Right, right, right. You're absolutely right. Wow. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you so much. I'm going to oh. sit back and listen well, to the rest of the interview. Before you go, yes.
2: I wanted to say I, yes. I, did an album, I did an album in 2012. I recorded it in summer of 2012. It's called Finally. And you can actually download it on Bandcamp if you go to ladyb.bandcamp.com, and there's a lot of music Mm -hmm. that you can just listen to before you buy or just stream um, that is, you know, calming and therapeutic.
5: Oh, wow, that's good. So as opposed to people downloading and and, uh, getting those apps for the rain and the natural sounds, I mean, which is fine, too, but we can actually download your stuff, your music, and listen to that. And that's another way of, you know, being put in that tranquil, you know, that tranquil moment in that peaceful place. I like that. I like that. Okay. Absolutely. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> Thank you very much. I appreciate that. I'm not going anywhere, but I'm going to sit back on the sofa and, you know, and listen to the rest of the interview. But I appreciate your time and your energy. Thank you so much.
2: All right. Thank you for calling in and,
5: chatting with me. Thank
1: you. You're welcome. It's my pleasure. Oh, yes. <clears throat> definitely. Thank you, Nima. Yeah, it was always a pleasure. Uh, All right. Well, uh, if anybody else wants to call, uh, we had JT. i see when he popped off. Uh, JT, definitely uh, jump back in if you're able to. Um, yeah, he'll, be jo- he'll definitely be joining us. Uh, if you're streaming from an app or a link or a third-party website or anything like that, just give us a call at 929-477-3872 and then press 1. We're talking to Lady Z. We're talking to Lady Z about her instrumental elevate and everything else about her and her music. Uh, looking forward to seeing more live streams and concerts and other things other things with Lady Z and other creative ways to get her, you know, music out there. With her being a violinist, she can go many different places that uh, some artists can't go. You know, some bands can't go, you know, you could like, you know, like, uh, like Nemo was saying, you know, birthday parties, things like that. Uh, you know, not a lot of rappers can get gigs like that, but you know, Lady Z with her being a violinist, you know, she could do corporate gigs. She could do, you know, gigs of all for you know, the audience of all ages, all backgrounds. So that's definitely great. And you know, we definitely have to support our our black uh, sisters that you know play play instruments and do things and stuff. Support them, you know. So uh, so definitely support Lady G. All right. Again, if you're streaming from home, if you've already you know dialed the number nine two nine four seven seven three eight seven two just press one you know just press one and bring it on you know all right ladies Z I have more questions I have some more uh ideas actually for um
2: more ideas so Go ahead. Out-
1: Yeah more ideas well actually more ideas as far as uh people to collaborate with you know as far as ideas as far as uh promoting you you know I'll, I'll hit you up individual i hit you up personally for that but uh but as far as collaborations
2: right right I have
1: some more ideas with that of course I just talked about Cool Von Seal that's one uh, You know who else let's do. Well,
2: oh, one more, I Oh
0: let go ahead I
2: love the ZYG 808 I that was loved, one of the I people
1: I, loved... I knew <laughs> Definitely, definitely. You you already read my
2: mind. <laughs> yeah, that that young man has a tremendous, tremendous flavor. I like his flavor. And I also like um Alex Rush too. I like his 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 style too. He's not a rapper, but he's definitely an amazing yeah. vocalist and
1: Yeah, I was actually gonna s was gonna suggest those two. Hey, yeah, they were on my list. You beat me too. I guess you knew where I was going with this when I say when I named Kool Von Seal. <laughs> okay, you're going. I know who's next on his list. You're going to start naming these people. <laughs> but, uh, but I'm not just saying that just for the sake of it, though. I mean, you're already familiar with these artists, and, and you guys have chemistry just as people, you know, because you were recently in uh, the ZYG 808 video thumping, you know. Right. Yeah, I was.
2: That was awesome.
1: Yes, yes, I was in that as well, you know. Um, so, yeah, they all definitely check out the ZYG 808's uh, new single, "Thumping" on YouTube. You know, definitely check that out. Uh has a lot of great cameos in it. Uh, let's see. Um, you, already, you already took Alex Rush out of my mouth. Uh, also, Waleen. Waleen of the Groovalottos.
2: Oh yeah,
1: his
2: father is,
1: is amazing Yes Yeah, it's, it's a beautiful family It is For family Definitely, definitely
2: Yeah, let's see uh-huh. Who else could you? Ask me?
1: Yeah. Um, yeah Yeah, there's many different artists Yeah, I, I would love to see more people As in Blacktopia, you know Collaborating with each other as well You know
2: yeah, it'll happen. It'll happen.
1: Definitely. Oh, yes. True, indeed. Oh, yeah. Now, you also, uh, you're a podcaster as well. Could you tell the people about your podcast?
2: Yeah, I have a podcast that's on the Bashani Network, and it's called The Jazz and Tech Lounge with Lady B, where we explore tech and enjoy music while listening to uh, – Learning about the Secrets to Success in Music, Business, and Technology, the guest that I had um, today was the chemical engineer, author, MIT alumni, and Porsche Driving Force Award winner, Stephanie Espy. She's the author of the book, STEM Gems, which chronicles the careers of 44 scientists and engineers that are women and how their careers came to be, and their impact in their industries, and um, she's just such an inspiration. Just a you know breath of fresh air, sets me up speed. So I think that um, science and tech is very important, and I think music is important. And so, as an MIT alumni dual major, I had to you know fuse my love of the both together, as I have done since I was a teenager. So.
1: there. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I now mean, with I've the,
2: the jazz and tech all my life, <laughs> oh yes, oh yes,
1: now, with the jazz and tech lounge you you specifically just have guests that are in those fields, right jazz musicians and and tech people in the tech fields, nobody else pretty much
2: well, well, I actually when I first started out, I was very um kind of strict on just. Uh, scientists, engineers, and musicians, and then I decided that I wanted to expand it a little bit more, so I do scientists, engineers, business leaders, and musicians, so jazz is really a euphemism for just music in general.
4: Mm, Okay, okay.
2: Yeah.
1: Definitely, definitely. What are some, uh, some, some uh, memorable guests and highlights you've had on the show so far?
2: Well, one of the first guests that I had on my show was Dr. Carl Reed, who is the, currently the executive director of the National Society of Black Engineers. And he also, um, of the Minority Engineering, Introduction to Engineering, Entrepreneurship, and Science, at, uh, MIT that I was a teaching assistant for the summer after I graduated. So I've, I, have i have known him for, for many years and, uh, it was great to interview him. I interviewed, um, Shannon Dickinson. She's a chemical engineer who was also an MIT graduate and she's also the principal at, um, Dickerson Consulting and jay Dickerson consulting and uh, she she does uh, chemical engineering consulting, and she's an entrepreneur, and she's also a opera singer and won amateur night at showtime at the Apollo. So that was really cool to interview her and then I've also interviewed David Spradley. He wrote the song "Atomic Dog." In conjunction with uh, George Clinton, so I had the opportunity and the honor to, to interview him and chop it up with him on my show. And if you listen to my show, you also see that he's given me a tag for my my show. So, yeah. So, oh, and then I also had the opportunity to interview Al Chop who is a legendary vo- voiceover actor, who done, like, everything from, like, the trailers or the transitions for the TV show Fringe and In Living Color. So it was really cool to interview him and hear him talk about his his career in the music industry and everything else. And, I mean, you know, David Bradley. I mean, like Atomic Dog, I mean, you can't get any more iconic of a song than that, right? So it was so cool to interview him as well.
4: Ah, okay, okay.
1: Dope, dope. Yeah, let me throw some claps on it. Thank you, Oh, yes, you're welcome. All right, let's go ahead and take some more calls. Uh, Again, I just want to say, if you're streaming from an app or a third-party website or a link or anything like that, just give us a call at 929 four seven seven three eight seven two and then press one. We're talking to Lady Z about Elevate and everything she does, you know, in the in the music industry in the, just in the world. In the world. Not just the, not just the music, the world. Let's go ahead and take this caller. Caller in the five six seven six four. You're on the air. Who is this?
4: This is Walter Perry Lee.
1: Walter Perry Lee, how you doing? Good. Yes.
0: Hello. hello,
4: hello, Hey, how you guys doing? Doing great. Great. Just doing okay. shit. Yeah, um I was wondering about um about um. Your uh, project okay, yeah, um 'cause um was wondering about that, and and I'm also working on one too, one of my own that I've already posted online and stuff
2: okay, okay
4: supposed to be yep, and I. Trying to get it out there, you know. I've got a book out, and I'm already um, in post production for it too. And I'm already trying to um, put T-shirts and uh, cups, mugs, everything on for Walter Dreamer Journal, Walter Land Production. I'm doing.
2: Okay, well, I think you know, apparel and music, and it's always good to, you know, release. Release what you have, so you get some get a product to market, and then get everything else as you you know you have the time and the capital to do it. And that sounds okay.
4: you know good doing your thing. That's good. Yep, and if, I was wondering about maybe if you like to put your music into the soundtrack of it too for my stuff too.
2: Okay, well, definitely um, hit me up on my website or Facebook at L A D Y Z H E, and I'd love to connect and chat further.
4: Okay, all uh, right, and because like the proceeds of the uh, stuff that I'm doing online, like the like the product, it's gonna go through my production company and that I'm building too for Walter Land Production, and I'm trying to um, do it in in the Motor City in Michigan where I'm at.
2: Oh, okay, and, okay.
4: And do it like yeah, how no. Barry Gordon did with Motown and John H. Johnson who did Ebony and Jet magazines.
2: Okay, well I think um you can also email me too. Um I'm available at music at the SPO Queen dot net. You can email me there. Okay.
4: As well. All right. And what kind of do you do?
2: I do jazz classic a jazz fusion with uh, R&B, gospel, and classical.
4: Okay. All right. Great. Interesting. I'd like to I'll check it out.
2: Yeah, if you go to ladyz.com, there's a link right at the top of the site to my song Elevate.
4: Okay.
2: Yeah, check out my song Elevate, and I appreciate you calling in.
4: Yeah, I, I sure will. Thanks. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Definitely,
1: Walter. Thank you for calling in. Uh,
4: yeah, Great to hear from Thanks. you. Thanks. You too.
1: Yes, sir. You're welcome. Let's go ahead and put some tap on it for you. <clears throat> mm-hmm. oh, you Definitely. Thank you. All you're right. Welcome. Let's go ahead and move on. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We're going to move on to the next caller. Okay, that, that caller hung up. But, uh, but, again, if you're streaming from an app or a third-party website or a link or anything like that, just give us a call at 929-477-3872 and then press 1, and we'll bring you on. We're talking to Lady Z. If you're streaming from your phone already, that means you've already dialed the number. All you have to do is press 1. And we'll bring you on. We can talk to Lady Lee about about anything, you know. About you know what I uh, I got a I got a show coming up. I, I want you to be part of it, you know. Or hey, I got this corporate function, you know, this this business event. I want you to play the violin during the intermit during the break. Uh, you know, whatever you want to whatever you want to do, you hit her up. She's she's open to a lot of things, you know. Or just like Walter, you know, hey, I got a film and it'd be nice to if you wanna score the background of you? you know hit me up. So I so say yeah, that's what it's about. All right, what's uh <laughs> let's get back to lady Z, uh the callers that that are not you know, speaking. Um Lady Z, what do you what would you like the people to know about you that we don't know already? Like what what it like is there anything about you, any fun facts, any uh, any kind of other interest? You're already interesting based just on the, you know, the talents you have that you're availing to us right now. But, you know, even stuff we don't know, what would you like to tell us?
2: Well, I would like to share that um, in 2003, I was, I, I gave birth to my daughter, who she just had her 17th birthday, and during that time, I was uh, diagnosed with manic depression, and I've written a book about my journey in uh, getting healthy. I currently don't take any medication, and um, I've been living just uh, a healthy life, and I've written a book called Black Brilliant. And maybe bipolar. If you go to blackbrilliantandmaybebipolar.com, you can uh, read a little bit about my journey and sign up for my email address, for the email list. So when the book drops or a chapter drops, um, you can um, grab a copy of that. My the final chapter of my book is called 101 Ways to Improve Your Mental Health and Heal. I'm super excited about you know bringing that to the public, and I'm also excited about the fact that my sister, my baby sister, Kisen Wright, wrote the uh, intro to my book, and Dr. Wendy Talley is is writing the epilogue to my book, and both of them are licensed therapists, and so I think it's really uh, awesome to collaborate with some like-minded mental health professionals. Um, when I was diagnosed with uh, bipolar back in um, 2003, I was told to you know just go get a job at Target or you know basically just sit in the corner and take these drugs that I prescribe for you. But you know because I had because of my background, because I had went to MIT, because I know what it takes to go through law school and and medical school and all that, I'm just was not convinced that these people treating me knew any more than I knew. So I basically, you know, started doing my research and started just, I slowed down to to smell the roses and really pay attention to my, my body and just got clear and got a soul coach. That's what I really needed. I didn't need drugs. What I needed was a soul coach so I can, you know, make sense of some of the things that were happening and, and frustrating me, but it was just it was just a, really a learning process. I think for me growing up, if I wasn't in the books, I was, you know, playing my violin and, you know, it really didn't leave a lot of time for self-reflection. It really didn't leave a lot of time for me to like really bond with, you know, friends and family. I was just, you know, at an early age, I was very driven, and I knew at age nine I wanted to go to Harvard. And so when I applied to college, I got into, like, Yale, MIT, UCI, UCLA, UC Berkeley, but no Harvard. But um, I eventually took a class at Harvard as a cross-registered MIT student. But, you know, it's just that kind of like – an uh, uh, interesting fact. I'm sure you got more than what you were bargaining for, Jonathan, on that question. But yeah, that's an interesting fact about me. Definitely,
1: definitely. <laughs> I mean, you could keep going. Uh, those are definitely interesting facts. You know, that, that's that's great to know.
2: Well, you know, there's an organization in Los Angeles called the Beam Foundation, and um, I forget exactly what Beam stands for, but it's something like Black something, something, I forget. But basically the whole purpose of the organization is is they're working to reduce the stigma of mental health and empowering black people. Because, you know, like when you go to like a white psychiatrist or therapist and you are black and you come from like a black religious experience where people shout, where people speak in tongues and people – you know it's easy for a white person who just goes to you know you know a white church to look at your experience and say oh that's not normal blah 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 so i think there's a lot of cultural um disconnect when it comes to treatment and mental health when it comes to black people and it's so important for black people to be empowered and to be their own advocate and seek out people, professionals like my sister and Dr. Wendy Talley for their treatment so that they can, you know, live a life with purpose and, you know, without feeling like you're tied to the diagnosis. I think, you know, the doctors and therapists that I dealt with in my past, they pretty much gave me like this, this suppressing, defeated diagnosis, they were like, oh, you're going to have to take drugs for the rest of your life. Oh, you're going to have to blah, blah, blah. And, you know, I was married at the time to a man that believed that very controlling was not supportive of the gifts in me, which was, I couldn't understand why. I mean, hell we met each other at MIT. Right. So, you know, as, as a black woman, You know, my perspective is, it's like I'm putting my business out there in the street so that I can help empower and inspire someone else who has been given this diagnosis, so that they can rise above it. You shouldn't let it be an anchor, because I mean, I can tell you, like when I first was diagnosed, I was like, I, so many, you know, doubts went through my mind. Like, how are people going to see me? How are people going to? Treat me, and I just felt like, you know, like Hester Prynne was like this big scarlet instead of a scarlet A. I felt like I had a scarlet B for bipolar on my chest, you know. And so it's it's just it. I I wish I had someone like me to hand a book, hand me a book, and be like, you know, it's it's. It's more than this. Because I, I mean, culturally, I also think that we as a society, we are afraid of, of discussing and processing our emotions, and I think that
0: complete
2: unwillingness to even deal with emotions is not good, and not healthy for a lot of people. As a musician, that's where um, the the secret sauce, that's where, you know, when you, when you allow your emotions and your uh, the mechanics of the music to collaborate and create a synergy, that's where you, you get songs like, um, well, first song that came to mind, I don't want to say, because she's kind of on the mud list of America right now, but, there. you know, when you think of a really good song, You know, it really impacts you in an emotional way, and and the musician has to go into that emotional area to relay that emotion. You can't relay that emotion without feeling it. So, I mean, yeah, so my whole perspective on emotions and mental health and stuff is very different, and my book, Black Brilliant, and maybe Bipolar is going to uh, elaborate on that.
1: Definitely, definitely. That, that's oh yes, oh yes. Um, I got actually another question. on you about the uh, about you know about you being diagnosed with you know bipolar. Uh, but before I ask my question, I'm going to give the caller a chance. Uh, and before I bring the caller on, I just want to say that you can give us a call at nine two nine four seven seven three eight seven two. And press 1. We're talking to Lady Z. Or again, if you're calling from an app or a third-party website or a link or anything like that, just give a call at 929-477-3872 and then press 1. Let's go ahead and take this next caller. Caller in the 843-964. You're on the air. Who is this? Yes. Caller in the eight four three nine four excuse me. caller in the eight four three nine six four. You're on the air. Who is this? It's me. Cosonda's Oh, Krishonda, how you doing? Let me throw ahead and, and throw some cheers for you. Hey uh mm-hmm. could you speak up a I'm having a hard time hearing you. Okay, can you put it now yeah, we'll it. That's we'll with it. Better. yeah yeah that's yeah as long as lady Z can hear you that's that's great uh before I, before you say anything I just want to say uh uh lady z Kashanda, she's a she's also a uh uh well I don't know what to call it it may be instrumentalist uh <laughs> but she's a musician yeah musician she uh Kishonda, she's very talented she plays uh the keyboard you play the uh the uh the guitar I believe you play the drums as well right no not
3: yeah not
1: the drums okay well i'll let you i'll let you tell it let I me mean, let me just let you guys talk <laughs> uh black black woman musician to another you know oh uh, yeah um, do it
3: yeah. <laughs> um. Hello. I'm 20, I'm 21. Just so you know, I'm a college student, and I play okay. just just piano and and guitar, and I like to like sing and you know like rap and do poetry and stuff like that.
5: Oh. Okay. Cool. Cool. Cool.
3: Excellent. Excellent.
2: Excellent. Yeah. Yeah, what you play? Uh, I play bi- piano violin. and violin. Yeah, oh, piano nice. and violin. Do you like new yeah.
0: performances?
2: Yeah, I do. I um I do a lot of private parties and over the the course of the pandemic I uh collaborated with uh DJ Cassandra Calloway of tallywood Media and we did uh our surviving coronavirus series where we did a, a Facebook Live on Sundays and Wednesdays. And I think Jonathan, you popped in on a couple of those over the course of, of this whole quarantine business. And uh yeah, it was it was just uh uh a fun time for us to kinda, you know to do something to take our minds away from the fact that we couldn't go anywhere. <laughs> but stay in the house. Okay. Well that's nice. Yeah. Yeah. So I play violin. I play piano. I sing. I actually have a degree in music from the Massachusetts Institute of Technology. Uh, I, when I thought I wanted to be a music teacher, briefly I was taking classes at Oakland University, where I was uh, voted uh, outstanding student in jazz, and I studied with Miles Brown and Sean Dobbins there. So that that was a fun fun year and i also studied with uh regina carter as well and um i've had the opportunity to study with karen briggs as well so i have a lot of love and respect for karen and regina and their art well
3: those sounds like you know great experiences did you go to school in north carolina
2: no, I went to the Massachusetts Institute of Technology in Cambridge, Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, that's yeah, that's where I went to school. And then I went to high school in Long Beach. I went to Long Beach Poly, and I graduated from the same school as Snoop Dogg and Marilyn Horn and um, gosh. It, What's her name? We did, well, Danny Regan from Real Big Fish, uh, Jarius Mosey and most of, of uh, other people. Mm-hmm. Willie Cameron McGinnis Beacon. graduated from my high school. Milton Bradley. Milton Bradley was actually in my class, so he graduated okay. at the same time. Mm-hmm.
3: Just get to, you know, know uh, You know that somebody else is living out Their their passions as well
2: Yeah, I think I think one of the One of the biggest contributing factors To um, Mental illness, I think for black people Besides racism Is trying to live A life that you're You know, epigenetically Opposed to, and I think following your passions and your dreams and being able to survive and live from the, you know, revenue generated in those pursuits is definitely possible and necessary. That's my philosophy.
1: Yes. Philosophy. Yeah. Well, uh, well, you know, um, Kashana, perhaps uh, you and Lady Z could, you know, collaborate or, t- or would, you could rub elbows and you know, and, and learn and you know, you know, black black women musicians coming together, you know.
2: Yeah, absolutely. So just hit me up on Facebook. I'm uh, Z Level Scott on Facebook, or I mean, just look at
0: yeah, you'll see
2: me in Blacktopia. I'm always. Posting in there and commenting on something Jonathan has posted
3: <laughs>
1: Okay We'll definitely do that Yeah, yeah. I'm going to uh, Connect you two In, in Blacktopia And uh, you guys be more acquainted Because like I'm telling you, you guys are both Very talented women And Although, Keshonda, I know you're uh, Just starting out in, 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 She rocks she walks the instruments like a, like a seasoned veteran yeah, I, Well you know, I'm looking I
2: forward to, to, to Hearing her music and getting to know you girl Don't be a stranger <laughs>
3: Likewise yeah, It's good to phone Yeah yeah nice to meet you
2: as well This is definitely, fun Jonathan definitely. Who else is on the board Somebody else want to come and say hello? Yeah,
1: we're going to go in and take some more calls. Uh, Keshawna, you're welcome to hang out with us if you'd like, you know. Um, if you if you have any more questions or anything like that, you're welcome to jump in. I'll, I'll keep your mic open.
3: Uh, I wish I could, but I have college
1: duties. Oh,
0: I
3: just okay. by yeah. and me about it yeah we uh my school's on campus, yeah you know, we didn't get sent home, so we're still here
1: oh okay, okay,' got and you, glad
3: I'm glad to meet um the the young lady you told me about
1: oh yes, definitely, well, I'm glad you called into the digital meeting and greet and uh definitely good luck with all the uh school assignments and stuff you gotta do yeah, take care of. thank you. You're welcome. All right, let's go ahead and take some more calls. Uh, again, if you're on an app or a third-party website or a link or anything like that, just give us a call at 929-477-3872 and then press 1. If you're streaming from your phone, you've already dialed the number. So all you got to do is press 1, and we'll bring you on. We're talking to Lady Z about everything. You know not just her not just her latest single elevate," which is available on everywhere, but we're also talking about uh you know her past her music her you know her everything and and her we're gonna talk about her future too uh so lady z about
4: you being about you being yes
1: about, about being, <laughs> yes. yes. About you being, uh, you know, having a bipolar, uh, being bipolar, is there anything that you've done or anything that you can recall where, you know, the the ailment has affected you negatively? Um, did you do you have an episode that you remember or anything that you've you know, done, that's lashed out, that's kind of maybe cost you business or maybe, you know, maybe set you back a bit, you know, and how did you bounce back from it?
2: Well, I actually, I actually, um, trying to find a word here. I actually had my worst episode when I didn't have the tools To Manage my emotional health Because what I found was Is like Little emotional things Would snowball into Mental things So I nip all that in the bud now Um, But I think my worst episode Really happened in 2006 And it was set off by the fact That I had been held up by gunpoint In front of my house And I was I was married at the time, and my husband was in the basement of the house playing video games while I left to go to the post office. And when I came back, there was this car moving slowly down the street on my street with its lights out, the headlights out. And I was signaling to them to turn their lights on. I was, And then before I knew it, these four guys jumped out of the car with thought-off shotguns and he was yelling at me to get on the ground, get on the ground, and they took my coat. And, uh, what traumatized me even more is I just never felt safe or had peace at that house after that. And I told my, my husband at the time that I wanted to move. And he's, his response was, you know, we're, we're not going to let, you know, some, a few bad people in the neighborhood drive us out. So fast forward six months later on June 1st, uh, 2006, I had a complete like blow up at him. It's like I was man, it was pretty epic. I mean I was yelling and screaming. I was like I don't care what you have to do. I want a new house. I don't care if we max out our cards or whatever. Da-da-da-da. I mean in retrospect, I should have just I shouldn't even have waited six months. I should have just packed up my stuff and left. Simple as that. That's what I should have yeah. done. shouldn't have been no conversation. There wouldn't have been no talk about it. I mean, I'm at that point Now I mean that's one of the reasons why I work So hard in my business because I really Never want to feel like I Don't have options And so You know i pretty much like That year was definitely a low point For me A very low point you know emotionally But I thank God That you know I'm not where I used to be
1: Yeah yeah, it's it's great that you uh you, you, know, you bounce back, you know, and and mm-hmm. you, you know elevate it, you know, just like you sing or ele- elevate uh, from those situations. No. You now, as far as your uh, your ex husband, was that kind of like the beginning of the end? As far as the, uh, if you don't mind, you know, Absolute, getting into absolutely. the
2: absolutely, it absolutely was the beginning of the end because, like, you know, I. I don't know if you could say cat got my tongue or you could say, I don't know what you can call it. Maybe it's my naivete at the time, but I did not have the vocabulary to articulate what I needed out of that relationship in that moment beyond the fact that I did not feel safe. And, you know, I think, you know, oftentimes, you know, you hear people talk about giving away their power or take my power back, and it definitely was uh, a moment in time where I, I, you know, gave my power away, and you know that wasn't the last time that I gave my power away in a big, big way, and and the the, you know, there were some consequences behind it, not as as epic as what. You have to get the book to get what else happened that night that I went off on my now ex-husband. It's pretty juicy. So you definitely want to make sure you go to blackbrilliantmaybebipolar.com to get on the list so when it drops, you can get all the details. But, you know, in 2012, I had, I wanted, you know, financially, I wanted to, you know, I was divorced. I was single and I wanted more out of life. So I go to my boss and I'm like, you know, I have built, you know, a half a million dollars book of business, you know, can I get a raise? And I went mm-hmm. to him on three occasions. And at the time, you know, I have two. No, at that time in uh, 2012, I had three degrees. I got my master's in public policy in 2006 So You know I went to him And I was like you know can I get a raise He was like no So that's the year I took my own destiny Into my own hands And started my first business And my life Has gotten so much Better since then Like waiting on somebody to do you right it's for the burger. It really is. And I I just I can't imagine putting all my ideas and creativity into someone else's organization now. I, I see myself, you know, you know, putting it into my music, putting it into my, my tech company and really doing what I wanna do. Like my dream for the FEO Queen is to to build a multimillion dollar, if not billion dollar corporation that's employing Women and, and men like me who are not taken serious in corporate America, who are not given a seat at the table. It's like We're going to create our own table over here. And, you know, this is a $1.7 trillion market that, you know, is, is, is ripe for the taking right now. So I'm working as hard and as fast as I can to, towards my dreams. And I think that, that's been like one of the biggest, you know, I don't want to say cures, but anecdotes to the frustration that was manifesting as this diagnosis that I was given. You know, when you live a life in a box, in someone else's box, instead of really just saying, you know, what do I want out of life? What do I need? You know, it, it's it's frustrating. It's frustrating. And that stress and that frustration, it could have, you know, physical consequences. And so for me, you know, when I finally, you know, got rid of the husband, got out of that relationship, when I finally just started, you know, really walking in my gifts and pursuing my next grader, I just felt so much less frustration, so much more fulfillment, and finally got happy.
1: Oh, yeah. Okay, okay. Definitely, uh, you know, thanks for sharing that. that. That's one heck of a thing. Definitely plug the book again for the people that's listening that's heard uh, this part of it that wants to, you know, get the book when it drops and know more about your story.
2: Yeah, if you go to com, you can read a little blurb about the book see the book cover and also sign up for the email list so when the book drops you'll you'll be the first one to know when and where to get this book mm-hmm. yeah great, I'm, I'm great. Like really <laughs> excited about this book because I mean that last chapter 101 ways to improve your mental health and heal man that that Chapter alone is worth the price of the book. So good,
1: mm. so good. Oh yeah, I can imagine. Definitely, definitely. So, uh, although we're on on, well, I mean, although we're going through this COVID nineteen pandemic, uh, what what other plans do you have for the rest of twenty twenty?
2: That's a good question. So the rest of my plans for 2020 business-wise is to just keep the momentum going with my music and to continue to get this work towards getting this album completed. Um, I have some strategic partnerships that I'm going to continue to uh, nurture and grow. And then, you know, September September is is literally like next week and my son is starting first grade. So, you know, making sure that he gets what he needs and gets the foundation that he needs to make it through life and the future is also a priority. And then I would, I would be remiss if I didn't mention, um, the love of my life, just continuing, he and I to continue to, to build together and, and, um, Grow together,
1: so oh, yes, so oh, that's well. pretty
2: much my plans for the rest of the year,
1: definitely, definitely, okay, okay, um again, I just want to shout that number out uh if you're streaming from the app third party website link anything like that nine two nine four seven seven three eight seven two, and then press one, we're talking to lady Z. We're talking to Lady Z finally. <laughs> yeah, I know Lady Z has wanted to uh, want us to make time for her for a while, and we're just now getting to it. You know how we are, uh, it
2: is. Yeah, it gets busy. I understand. I mean, oh, yeah. I, I I definitely understand.
1: Oh yes! Oh yes! Um. And actually, I want to have you on this Blog Talk Radio platform again um, to do a cipher to your instrumentals.
4: Uh,
1: okay, okay. You know, if if possible, uh, you know, we we've we, I've, I've hosted four uh, ciphers with four different producers uh, on this uh-huh. on this Blog Talk Radio network in the past, and they came out great. So uh, I wonder how it would sound coming over some tracks composed by you. Okay, that sounds good. Yeah, you that just uh, really whenever good. you have definitely whenever you have uh, whenever you're able to send me f- at least ten straight up instrumentals, uh, just so uh-huh. we, can, we can get that going. That's what we need. I'll be able okay, to play the instrumental. Great. Yeah, on the air, and um, you know the artists call in and they and they spit to it. Okay, okay, okay. Yes. Yeah, so. Nope. Now now ladies I'm going to ask you this question and 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 I have to put a introduction on it before I ask uh because you know it 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 may it may it may be uh I don't know it may be, be rude but it just popped into my head. <laughs> uh, you know they they say that you're not supposed to ask a lady her age. <laughs> but then I, don't. Okay then I won't. I apologize for that. <laughs> I at least put the I at least put the introduction on there first. Okay.
2: <laughs> I'm not telling my age on uh, this meet and greet.
1: Uh, <laughs> nope. No. Definitely. I, I, I understand. I feel you. I feel you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dang. I almost got. No. no okay. <laughs> oh, I mean, you're getting fine. real comfortable
2: <laughs> there, Jonathan. You're getting real comfortable. <laughs>
1: yeah, I'm actually laying down <laughs> while I'm doing the show. <laughs> not because of you, though, but because not. It's not because not because. Oh well, you know this interview. No, it's not like that. I'm just, you know, I'm just relaxed, chilling, and enjoying the uh, the vibe and and the information. You know, as we talk. Right, right, right.
0: That's all
1: good. Oh yes. Um, is there any other instrument that you plan on uh, perhaps maybe mastering as well as the violin? and adding that to your, uh, your resume?
2: Um, If I ever get some other things off my plate and um, mastered, I may pursue, you know, the guitar, pick that back up, and the bass. Because then junior high, I used to play the the bass and the um, guitar, but I really didn't spend a whole lot of time playing it. And actually, I played, like, I played, like, um, some wind instruments, too, but I never really spent a whole lot of time doing it so my my main two instruments are piano and and violin and and uh vocal. I call myself a tenalto, so oh. that's my range <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh yes, oh yes, and now now, when it comes to entertainment what what type what form of entertainment are you? are you personally into Um, when, when you're, you know, when you're at the house Like to watch, yeah, watch, listen, and indulge in what, what's some of your guilty pleasures? What are some things that you just in your spare time that you enjoy as far as arts and media and entertainment shows, movies, you know, that kind of thing.
2: Well, my favorite, my favorite movie, I think of all time would have to be the fifth element that's like one of my favorite movies. And uh one of my favorite albums is uh Luxury by Alex Ivy. And um also like um I actually like quite a bit of things. Like I like Bobby McFerrin, Miles Davis, Joe Scott, Solange, um I listen to some old old school like uh, Marvin Gaye's Greatest Hits, and then sometimes I just want to listen to some Bach or you know some Mozart. I mean, or or some Kathleen Battle. But you did ask about guilty pleasures too.
1: Mhm. Yeah. Those. No, no, I mean, you know, all the things you said—they're great. Um. Yeah, you know, so you so you all, like you know, say the element you you also a lot into uh, sci-fi and things like
2: that. Yeah, I love sci-fi movies. I'm um, yeah, like the Umbrella Academy just came out the end of July, and I was mad I had to work. Mm. I couldn't just sit and watch it all the way through, but it was good. It was, ah, okay. Oh, uh, yeah.
1: Okay.
2: yeah I, I, okay. I do. I do watch my Netflix, and of course. Game of Thrones. My dad is watching Um, it for the first time, and I didn't want to spoil him, so I didn't tell him what was going to happen, but yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, okay. Game of Thrones, that was like, wow. Oh, yeah. I don't want to even talk about it, because I don't want to spoil somebody who may have not who hasn't watched it You may be listening So I'll be quiet
1: about that Oh yes Oh yes Okay Okay Yeah You know what would be dope We need an all black Sci-fi movie Or all or All black Sci-fi And I'm not talking about uh, Like something like Black Panther Where it's A comic book uh, You know And, and, and I mean, I'm not saying Black Panther is, is I, I loved it But I mean Something that's that is totally our own you know. I know Black Panther was created by Stanley And I'm talking about something for us By us and all us You know And right, that's not right, a part right. of a and, and you know and Black Panther is also a part of a Universe predominantly by white people I'm talking about something that's not even a part of a White person's universe I'm not talking about like taking Star Wars And just taking a bunch of black The black sector of Star Wars No no I'm not talking about Anything like that, just totally just all black, not a not a a, a spin off of anything that's that's already pre existed, just ours, you know.
2: That'll yeah. yeah, that would be
1: dope. We can't go to what black people want yeah. What black people don't want to go to space, you know. We don't want to go to other dimensions and shit like that, yeah. We, we can't do. go to fantasy, yeah.
2: We do yeah, definitely. So. I think, you know, I've I've spoken to people, you know, have uh, written some screenwriters who developed concepts like that, but it it takes time. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It takes time. Yeah, it takes yeah, time. It,
2: it, t- it takes time, but hopefully, hopefully. Somebody will get the venture capital together and, and get the creative financing and put something together. I think it's possible.
1: Oh yes, I do too. I do too. I wish some of these pre existing uh black filmmakers would, would jump on something like that. But I I guess it's gonna take somebody that's new and not, you know, in the game yet to actually put that out, to actually do it.
2: Yeah, it's, it's. We still have a lot of work to do as black people.
1: Oh yes, oh yes, we certainly do. Um. Actually, before we start wrapping it up, I want to get a, I want to get some get deep with you, on the digital meet and greet. What do you think the black community needs to do, in order to uh, get out of where we're at, as far as the, as far as far as where we are as a whole, I know it's a broad question.
2: The, well, I I really believe that you know entrepreneurship is it should be the goal, and I know that the Blackout Coalition um, touts itself as the the biggest you know economic consequence movement. And I think there needs to be even more economic consequences for the institutional racism that we all experience. And I think, you know, withdrawal of our our intellectual capital and creativity from corporate America would be a good step because I think a lot of these companies, they really don't, you know, they don't take black employees serious. They don't treat us with respect. They don't pay us the same amount. And I think the only way to deal with any of these companies is on a contractor basis. I've seen so so many, you know, racist things happen, even the business owners. But I think, you know, with a business, you have a higher likelihood of, of building a life, a better life. You know, if you're, if you're a black person, you just settle for a salary. I mean, I talk about what happened to me, you know, asking for a raise three times and everything that happened. But that was a blessing because it got me out of that employee mindset real quick because once I got out of that employee mindset, I was able to start really tapping into my creativity, my creativity and my gifts, even in a, a bigger way. So I think uh, black people in America need to, to to act in unity with those who are like minded within the community and build. That's what I think.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I, I totally understand. I I think it's a shame that a lot of black people don't understand that um you know I mean don't understand the importance of economic empowerment. You know, we, we really we want uh we want some uh white savior to save us from this uh from all the things we're going through, but what we really need to do, I, I, I agree with you, you know, like you said, entrepreneurship. Black people, we want to play in the white man's sandbox too much. You know, we, wanna, what, we, wanna, we want the to, we want to. And the thing that's
2: so crazy is, like, if somebody's throwing sand in your eye, what you're going to do? You're going to get out of that sandbox and go play somewhere else, right? Mm-hmm. And black that,
0: people, we want I mean,
2: Yes, yeah and so I mean that's that's been my you know my experience has been you know when when there's a paradigm shift when you're the boss and not the employee you know the your whole economics of your existence changes people deal with you on a whole different level so I think, you know, pursuing entrepreneurship is is powerful. There's a book that I read by Professor Devin Robinson. It's called Blackpreneurship. And um, I got that book a few years ago, and I read it cover to cover. And um, it's actually I have it right here. It's called Blackpreneurship, 50 Obstacles Black Entrepreneurs Face and How to Overcome Them. I think any – Entrepreneur, black entrepreneur or aspiring entrepreneur should get a copy of that book because it basically clarifies a lot of what you experience and, and, and connects some dots that you may or may not have connected on your own, which enables you to just, you know, make more money and, and just be more effective as an entrepreneur. So, you know, being, yeah. being black is a challenge. Being a black entrepreneur is a whole different set of challenges, but it's definitely worth worth the effort, in my opinion.
1: Mhm. You're right. Yeah, yeah, you're totally right. Um, what is your opinion on the 2020 election?
2: Oh, I think uh, whoever wins, whoever loses, is gonna be crying. That's my analysis. Whoever loses, they're going to be crying. So it's it's. I mean, just like I was telling my dad, just like Game of Thrones, where it was just like so anticlimactic at the end. It's like everybody went through all of this just to, you know, for what? You know, that's why you know politics can. It. I mean, it seems like a zero sum game. That's that's why i think entrepreneurs are so important as leaders in the community because we we can definitely create the change that we want to see and make money while we do it.
0: Mhm. Exactly,
1: exactly. Yeah. I um I I, yeah, I don't know. I guess what I'm about to say may cost some followers, <laughs> but I, I if, if Donald Trump, you know, people people are just so adamant. And I know, I know because you know Donald Trump's racist and all this and that. But you know what? Donald Trump was president for four years, and I'm not I'm not I don't say I'm not saying he should be in office again. I'm not saying that at all. But I look put that out there. I'm not a Trump supporter, I'm not a, I'm none of that. However, if Donald Trump wins another 4 years, I'm still going to eat. I'm still going to live. I have not felt the effects of his of his evil doing. i not I'm not saying it's not something that people shouldn't worry about. I'm just saying blacktopia Jonathan Coleman; those things have thrived in the last four years he's been in office, and not because of him. For by no means, not because of him, but because because of me, and that's and it's going to be that way no matter who is in office. So, I, I don't understand it when our people want to, you know, when they say things like, you know, you know, you've seen the post, you know, and they yeah, want those I've people.
0: <laughs> yeah,
2: right, I
1: don't think right. we should have this. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so, I, mean, I mean, honestly,
2: I-, I I I can't get wrapped around the I- axle on that because I have an album, an album to finish, a son to raise, you know, just my business, my love of my life. I just have too many things to be focused on, to be, you know. Emotionally manipulated by The political and News industrial complex in America To me it's, mm-hmm.
0: it's
2: You know politics Is vocal you know I sit on my Son's uh, PTA Board and I'm involved with The sister cities uh, The sister cities Association of Long Beach And um, I You know I stay involved in my City and You know, one thing that I was happy to see is that, you know, partisanship and conflicts were set aside in my city, and a lot of people were able to come together and collaborate for the good of the community. And I saw that in my city, and I was really encouraged by that. And my hope and prayer is that, you know, we we can see more of that nationwide. And um, I think a lot of people... um, crying and pointing fingers are some of the biggest agitators. And I, I think, you know, people have just got to focus on the main thing. And the main thing is that our people are suffering. Our people, black people are, you know, not everybody is able to, to get access to opportunity. And it, does, it doesn't even matter if it's a, a black celebrity or, you know, someone in the hood or uh, the project, you know, we as black people, in every strata of society, get a less piece of the pie for you know compared to a white person with the same qualifications, and that's just not fair. And the only way to mm-hmm. to rectify that is to be um, involved in politics on a local level, and to engage in entrepreneurship, create your own company, create your own companies, mm-hmm. and advocate for the policies and the contracts to come, you know, your way as as a business, as a community. So that's my thought, and that's my story. I'm sticking to it. Oh,
1: yes, true indeed. And like I said, I feel feel the same way. We need to start. We need to create our own sandbox. We need to quit asking and begging the white man to let us play in his and you need to be fair to us and all this stuff like that. And uh, and we need to really, like, you know, like in Blacktopia on Money Mondays, which is one of the most boring days to a lot of people, uh, we need to learn how to use this energy called money and quit demonizing it, you know?
2: Absolutely.
1: Like we demonize money. Like, 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 oh, it's like it's a bad thing. And that's what, and, and, and but we need that when it comes to the help that we need to get out of these situations that we're in. I don't see how they right. don't, don't understand that. We, oh, we need yeah, funding and, for
2: Go ahead. Well, you know, that's, that's really powerful what you said because, you know, when you talk about money and you talk about reparations and then people casually say, oh, we don't need reparations. But if you build a process, a unique piece of intellectual property as a slave. And many, you know, Wall Street is pretty much has been built with that seed of innovation, which they've been able to 10, 20,000 X. Now that was your intellectual property, which you weren't paid for. And that's not even considering the labor that you weren't compensated for. Now when you really when you look at reparations in terms of like think about what you do. You know, everybody listen, think about what you do. Like how would you feel if you worked your whole life and all you had was the rags on your back and the dirt on the ground to sleep on. Mm -hmm. And then you're gonna and then you're just gonna say, Oh, it's okay that my whole life, my whole labor, my whole life was robbed. The Bible says that the workman is worthy of his hire. And, exactly. you know, I, I was reading i was reading in the book of Genesis with my son during this pandemic, and I was reading about the story of, of Jacob. And Jacob, you know, for those who remember, he was in love with Leah, but he got stuck with Rachel or however it went. And he worked for Laban, and Laban kept on changing his wages, and changing his wages, and changing his wages, until God finally told told Jacob make the deal with Laban to get all the brown speckled cattle. He'll have the other the, the the unspotted cattle. And what did God do? When the cows had babies, all the babies were speckled. So over time, over the years, when Laban thought he was getting over on on Jacob. Jacob eventually packed up both women and all them cattle and all this wealth. The wealth was transferred. Why? Because God hates unjust measures. Like you cannot you cannot rip someone off for hundreds of years and think there's not gonna be a price to pay. And for anybody to think that we don't need reparations, you have got to be kidding. Like, I look at the brilliance of my grandfather, my dad's father, just a seventh grade education, and he had a new, brand new, spanking Lincoln Town car every year. Plus, he owned property. Plus, he was a pastor of a church that had its mortgage burned. Ain't no loan on that mortgage. And if black people were so dumb and this and the other, how in the heck did a man with a seventh grade education amass that kind of wealth? So to me, something don't add up right. And for me to look at my ancestors and say, oh, this is, you know, this is now. No. What about compound interest? You took labor, the seed labor, and you not only benefited from that, but you benefited from the interest and all the derivative products and everything that got to go with it.
0: Mm-hmm. It's not only
2: American. It's not only American country, uh, the U.S. government that needs to write us a check, but there's a whole bunch of companies, privately held companies, and also some governments that need to also cut black people in the diaspora a check wherever there were slaves: Brazil, Jamaica, the Bahamas, Haiti, especially Haiti. The French, the French, with their ruthless selves, had the audacity. To Trump up some, oh, you owe us It's like, nah, nah, boo They were there before the French And they just gonna manipulate A situation, that's why people Mad, because this is ridiculous This is ridiculous Mm -hmm. And, you know, people Look at what happened in Zimbabwe and they're Like, oh, you know, these black People are ruthless and blah, blah, blah No, these people came From Holland you cannot do that. I mean, there's biblical precedent. You cannot rip off a of people and think it's gonna be gravy. There's gonna be problems. People need to stop stealing. And then people need to stop being a doormat. It's time for people to say enough is enough. That's why I'm a proponent of the blackout coalition. I firmly support Calvin Martyr and economic consequence movement. There needs to be some consequences. We've been bearing the brunt of the economic consequences. Like I think, you know, most black people in America should be trust fund babies. And and, and, it's just because we all learned in school, we know for a fact, that if it wasn't for the agricultural revolution with tobacco and cotton, the U.S. would not be the U.S. Yeah. We built this country. Exactly. Exactly.
1: You know what? I think that um,
2: and that's why black people are tripping on Kamala because she said with her with her own words that she is not a proponent for of reparations exclusively for black people. And you know, no matter how alleged racist people think Trump is Trump, it was Trump, not Obama, who cut a check to the HBCU.
1: Yeah, yeah, Uh, actually, yeah, Angela Stan King was saying that, that it was Trump that actually uh, did that for the HBC, yeah, a lot of people that say what they say, they don't do their research, they don't, that's that's another reason why I'm not so, like, adamant about, like, I'm not so, oh, we got to get Trump out, we got to get Trump out, not saying, I mean, I don't, like, I'm not, I'm not voting for Trump or anything like that, but I'm just saying, I don't, my heart ain't in it my heart is not in it because it's still some bullshit i mean we're still, like just being democrat on, i mean people are just so brainwashed our people are just so brainwashed to just say oh you know you know democrat 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 and they don't even know what the hell it is they're they're picking on nothing you know
2: i would think that if you you know, people upset. You know, Black Lives Matter and burning down buildings. I think they still burning down buildings and stuff in Seattle even right now. But I think it's really sad that we can't even get people to to agree that reparation needs to be needs to happen. But you know, I thank God for the legislature, the legislator in California. We proposed a bill for a study group in California for the issue of reparations to be studied by a panel of experts, and I think it's really time to uh, count the cost and cut a check mm-hmm. because it, it it makes no sense, you know. You know, white people walking around like not even understanding what the hell is going on, but dude, you're like on borrowed time and money like for real mm-hmm. it's like these 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 companies have built a house of cards and the reckoning is coming yes
0: yeah, you're easy. right
2: oppression oppression is not sustainable
0: mm-hmm. it's
2: not sustainable and you know when i was reading you know the story of jacob and laban with my son, it just hit hit my soul like, just it just it just hit me like, wow. I mean, God really does not like earthly this. All this work, like I mean, I even talked to my dad about his career and all the Fortune 500 companies he's worked for. Never got compensated on the same level, you know. I'm on Twitter and and and. Guys with the same white guys with the same resume as my dad and and the kind of salaries they're talking about. (laughs) Wow. That's all I can say is wow. It's just not right. And it's not sustainable.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, I want to say one thing, and then we're going to wrap it up. One more thing, I want to say uh, as far as the blackout coalition, I mean that's cool and all, but I believe that we we shouldn't make it a certain certain days. We need to make a lifestyle out of this. You know, we make a lifestyle oh, out of out of yeah, like like <laughs> these people, you know. It's, and and I, and from my understanding, I don't think a lot of people are actually doing that. Like they're still shopping at Walmart on Tuesdays, and they're still. Like, like they say, what date is it again? They don't even remember the dates. Like, mm-hmm. people are still buying Papa John's pizzas and shit. You know, uh, no, I, 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 I don't understand this. I
2: I, I, I quit the Papa John thing a long time ago. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's a notorious <laughs> racist. That man right there. Mm-hmm.
1: Still, and, and you know, people talk. Speaking of racist. People talk so bad about Trump being racist. Many of these people mm-hmm. have racist bosses that they wake up and go to punch a clock and work for every day. You ain't trying to get him fired. You ain't trying to get. You try to get your boss uh, to step down. You know what? I'm saying? You know what?
2: I, I have and, an interesting story about that. So the last agency I worked for before I worked full time for myself, um, this this guy became. My boss, white guy, mm-hmm. and um, he he didn't have a college education. Just he bragged about how he was self-taught in SEO on blogs. And uh, he basically like went on his Facebook page one day and started talking reckless about ghetto monkeys this and ghetto monkeys that. He 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 ha ha ha. I I I don't tolerate that kind of stuff. So I went to the management, and I said, do you see this, how he's carrying on? This, this is highly offensive. How the heck is a is a monkey, which does not exist in a city, become ghetto? Like, how? why are we using these kind of attributes to a monkey? Like, what is uh-huh. that all about? And so people try to hide their little microaggressions and stuff, and it's just not cool. And it's not cool, and it's exhausting you know working in an environment like that and and i I can't do it, I can't do yeah. it,
1: yeah, 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 but you know yeah you know uh fuck trump, but uh they, they wake up and work for racist bosses every day, it yeah. affect them way yeah. more than what trump's doing, yeah,
2: right. But I think regardless of who wins, there's going to be people crying the next day, and I know California is going to go solidly for uh, Biden-Harris. So we'll see what happens. It's really in the hands of the rest of the country because uh, California already decided, I'm sure.
1: Yeah, true indeed. Yeah. All right, Lady Z. Well, uh, everybody wants to listen, and as, as opposed to jumping in, I thank everybody for listening. Uh, definitely download that single, Elevate. Before we finally wrap it up, Lady Z, is there anything you would like to plug, shout out, mention, uh, reiterate? What would you like to say?
2: Yeah, I wanna, um, I wanna give a shout out to um, my management team. Um, Uncle Larry, Uncle Joe, and my dad. I want to give a shout-out to um, the SEO Queen, Lady Z. want to give a shout-out to my team. I want to give a shout-out to everyone who has called in and rock with me. I want to give a shout-out to uh, Cody, Cody Logan, truth and Big Greg at Manifest Music. I want to give them a shout-out for... Man, I think we are coming up almost on 10 years of just rocking with each other and supporting each other as, as artists and, and entrepreneurs. I want to give a, a shout-out to um, just all the, the beautiful people out there listening. And thank you. You can always connect with me at blackbrilliantandmaybebipolar.com or the net, or ladyb.com. That's dot com. And uh, BashaniRadioApp dot com as well, where you can listen to the Jazz and Tech Lounge. So, I think that's everything.
1: All right.
2: Oh, and, and well, follow definitely. me on Instagram, Lady Z and the SEO Queen.
1: Definitely follow on Instagram. on
2: Instagram.
1: Oh yes, we're going to definitely do that. We're going, to, we're going to keep pushing that out. All right. You don't have to go home, but you got to get off this thing. Good night. Good night.